In today's episode, the guys sit down and break down the big ol' episode 100. The good, the bad, the ugly. Stay tuned. Let's get it. Welcome back to the TCC Show. My name is Kai. I'm Noah. And I'm JB. And this is Season 7, Episode 1. We're super happy, super excited to be back with you. Uh, I mean, it feels like a long wait for us, but you guys have still had weekly uploads. Yeah, for real. Episode 102. You have to, like, take the time to say 100 and and whatever we're doing. Well, also in the past, it was just like eighty-five, ninety-six, <laughs> one hundred and right, and, and and that's not counting all of the numerous monthly supporter episodes that you yeah. can monthly subscriber episodes Dude. you can get if you're if you're following us with on the paid version of Spotify. So definitely check that out because there's a lot of really funny content, a lot of uh, you know, kind of kind of our more raunchy stuff. We play the field as we as we go about it. There's also more emotional topics. I think like. I haven't cried on the main show, but I've cried in the in the monthly right. support. <clears throat> well, I was thinking, I was thinking about this too. If you just want more, that's the place to go to. <clears throat> like we don't necessarily post stuff because it's not appropriate for the audience. There, JB brought up a really good point earlier. Like mm-hmm. we just make more. Like if the show like starts to transition one way or it starts to go a different way that the public audience doesn't really like. Then we just make more yeah. where the audience should go to if they really want like everything, you know. Well, and the whole original goal was like before I was even on the show, I came in and just literally we just sat down and bullshit, like, right? Just straight bullshit mm-hmm. on the mic, right? And that was kind of the whole idea at the beginning of it. Plus, it kind of turned into like the not so appropriate content for the main show. But at the same time, it's not it's not all inappropriate. Right. Some of it's just <clears throat> weird and bullshit on the mic. Like it, it just doesn't fit somewhere. Too, right. You know, just random. You well, know. What? Oh, go ahead. Now that I like <clears throat> start to like think about that like place, like that we have put content now, like. <laughs> What's so funny about that? <laughs> just all spits his you drink said, out. You said like seven times. In yeah. <laughs> this is season seven. Noah's word is like, not um. Oh, fuck man. um. It's like now. <laughs> I was thinking like. Oh my god. There it is. <laughs> a good place to expand on like deep stuff that's going on would be the monthly subscriber club. Like if any of us were going through like something super heavy depression. Mm-hmm. Like depression? <laughs> Cuz JV's depressed or getting getting engaged and he's getting engaged what to, the oh, fuck? to his friend was... Lisa. Oh my god. <laughs> Who's Lisa? We'll hear about Lisa another time for sure. And hopefully yes, is it going to blow this way out of proportion? Oh, Just like with my parents. Here. We're milking it. Dude. Oh, Noah. Noah understands everything. I need to live here so I can truly like be in on the juicy dude. content, you know? So much happens with You think me. it would be so much fun, like, living with this group of people? <laughs> and honestly, oh. like, it, it's, not, it's not bad. Like, I'm not saying it's bad at all. But it's like, oh, that'd be so much fun to live with my best friends. Wake up in the morning. We see each other. Don't Naked. say a fucking word oh. because we're... Not a word, dude. Like, not a word. Like, yeah. We, <laughs> when I was waking up really early and driving over to Portland every day for work, we'd always see each other. 
And not a single word was said every fucking morning. <laughs> Damn. Because that's just how me and Noah are in well, the morning, yeah, which right. is fine. But but that probably took a few weeks, months, to where no. it's like, stop greeting. No, it was no. day one. No. Day, <laughs> day one. Because we're the same person in the morning. I'm like, a, don't fucking talk to me. I'm a freak. I, d- I drive to work with nothing. I drive to work in silence. 30 minutes of silence. <laughs> that is how? weird. Do you, that I didn't know weird. that. Yeah. No, no podcasts. No radio shows, no music, no tapping of my foot. You're half asleep. Nothing. Half asleep, <laughs> windows still defrosting <laughs> on Washtugal River Road, Man. <laughs> going 80 miles an hour. <laughs> Silence. You know, that's... You're a freak. <laughs> Psychopath from I, here. I feel like that's actually healthy, but it's still so weird. It is really weird. No, like, if I'm in a car for more than, like, 10 minutes without music, I'll be like... Like, with somebody, I'll be like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, right. This is, like, what well, is this? Have you, have you tried driving without music alone? Yeah, like I that's have. That's also weird. Yeah. It is super weird, and I don't like it, so I don't do it. But <laughs> I don't mind it. I'll, I'll wait till I have, like, two productive thoughts and then turn on the radio again. Those don't happen in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm depressed, well, remember? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, st- I tend to start thinking differently when i have the radio off so then boom that makes sense look at that yeah <laughs> there's it's a few just, thoughts like, i wouldn't normally have <laughs> my vehicle has never been like my outlet place to like think if i'm gonna go for a drive i'm gonna be blasting music or something right like, if i need to clear my head or something it's not gonna be just me with my thoughts what we got next episode 100 baby dude there's so there's so much to unpack and catch like <clears throat> Episode 100 happened on September 17th and September, 18th. Thank you. September 17th and 18th. It is two months later as of recording. And dang, so much has happened. We've been dropping content like crazy from that. You got to check mm-hmm. out the YouTube. Like I said, the Spotify. Um, every like it's the Facebook all... page. If you're part of the monthly subscribers. Right. right. And those monthly subscribers just got this huge email if you there are some monthly subscribers that aren't in on facebook so they get an email um we they just got this big old blurb about what's coming what's going on and what they can expect and their first thing of episode 100 we had so many issues and i want to talk about it all i want to get your guys's honest thoughts on all of these things that i've written down mm-hmm. for episode 100 one of which was the echo. The echo was so bad. Yeah, what the hell? Because when we when we tested the day before, I know it was totally fine, right? And well, no one believed this. Pissed me off. Like no one be- believes this because we had it dialed. I mean, I probably worked dialed. on it for an hour. Dialed, yeah, hour or two, and like more that just that day we yeah. had worked on it multiple days, right? And mm-hmm. every single time we fired it up, it was something different, like yeah. a different the mic that was the mic. That was perfect, and we were basing everything off of was then really, was a different the worst mic. mic. Yeah. yeah, it was a different mic the next day or yeah. the next hour. Yeah, like what? A, it was a joke. It was, it was horrible until your brother Gavin showed up at mm-hmm. like I want to say like one a.m. Yeah, it was eleven like or that. it was like yeah. eleven or one. Because I think I finally told him like, yeah, if you can come help at like eleven, eleven thirty, I was well, like, just just do it. Here's my thing. I love Gavin to death. I love all the Macintoshes to death. And in my brain, Gavin coming 
it was another person at the at the booth. Because mm-hmm. there was a lot of people. There, there. was a lot of people yeah. in that booth trying to fix the issue. Yep. In my brain, Gavin showing up was another person in the booth. Little to my yeah, knowledge, did, did any of us know that? Well, that's a thing with you, freaking Macintoshes. <laughs> you know, yeah, is I don't is. know that you guys can like actually do something until you've done it because you guys downplay it so freaking much. Huh. Sawyer's the same way. You were the same way. Seasons one through three of this show, <laughs> and when I didn't do any and, sound editing, and Gavin, Gavin's a little bit more boastful in his abilities, but he still pl- downplays it just as much as the rest of you guys. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I, I can sing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so it's like, do I really want him to? Because he was he's live was or is living far away at the time. Mm-hmm. Do I want him to drive an hour and a half out here? So that he may or may not be able to do it, just like the other five people standing here in the booth. And granted, he was scheduled to be a guest. Right, and he was scheduled to be a guest at like 6 a.m. But I didn't know he had any experience with OBS. Right. And if anyone would know, it should be me. (laughs) But but he... Or even my brother. My brother said he had plenty of experience doing so and wasn't able to fix the issue. Right, well, and... He's probably never dealt with multiple mics. I mean, he was the guy to be running the stream for sure. Yeah. He did a phenomenal job on camera. Like, the camera changes are perfect. And when Anchor lets us upload, like, <laughs> video, which they're working on, we're on the wait list for, um, it's going to happen. You guys will be able to see that. I mean, the camera changes are great. Everything's good. But for whatever reason, that audio issue could not get fixed. But the camera changes are like one button. I know. You could do that the same. I and know. you've had three <clears throat> minutes of experience with OBS. Yeah. Yeah. So not to not to hate, but I don't think you did a great job. <laughs> uh granted, I don't I didn't see. I mean what he you stayed saw. up the whole entire twenty four hours. Yeah, that's true. Which and, is better than most of us did. Yeah. But yeah, the audio got fixed at one AM and I say that because there are five or six guests so the conversation that we had with us three dallas and andre was amazing i don't like wish it would have gone any other way it was an amazing conversation it's going to happen again over on our monthly subscriber club it's gonna happen soon great conversation full of echo yeah the second conversation of the night even better (laughs) <laughs> the best conversation that we had the entire 24-hour period, in my opinion. Which I wasn't a part of. R- really? With uh, with Colton. Right. Colton and Maldi. Where did you go? I was editing those first three hours. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Colton and Maldi. Phenomenal. Audio was even worse. Yeah. Even which, worse. Which sucks, because I was like... that's It's a conversation you can't get. Oh, no. You can't get again. I mean, and that's the thing. I don't mm-hmm. even want to listen to it. I just want to go in with the same like baseline mm-hmm. that I had, and yeah. we'll just run with yeah. it. Because both of those guys are going to be a hundred percent down to do whatever we did again, yeah. right? And like whether it's the same conversation or better or worse or whatever, they're going to be down for it. Yeah, which is cool. Like props to those guys. Which it will happen again. Yeah, they're it both will, like, dude, let happen. me know when, and we'll yeah. be there. Like, it will happen again. Super Love cool. it. The third and fourth conversations of those night, my wife. And then Dom. Mm-hmm. Great conversations. Right. I have no idea where the audio is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because the audio is even worse than that. Is it and really? That's, it's yeah. literally, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Echo. 
It's like as the hours went on throughout the night, everything got, got worse. Worse, yeah. As we kept working on it, yeah. I I loved talking with Dom. That was a really good part to I be know. a part of. Yeah, Dom was a really good conversation. It was like the first time he and I actually got to interact. Right, right. Yeah. That was like the first serious conversation I've ever had with him because I've only met him like two or three times. <laughs> No one was at a birthday. party, yeah, yeah, where he was drinking. We had a great time. It was a lot of fun, right? But I mean, like, <clears throat> not a very serious situation at yeah. all. Um, if you call beer pong serious, r- exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like depending on what your yeah. definition of serious is, but right. But like, first conversation we talk about mental health, both where Andre and Dallas were at, mm-hmm. and then with Colton, like we talked about death like really really heavy death and mm-hmm. how to navigate like that's such a good conversation right. and then with dom like a super great conversation we even brought his wife on right at the t- like now yeah because they got married right recently yeah yeah was it before or after it was after I'm it was sure. it was after yeah. so they were still like uh engaged. engaged and that conversation was like amazing and mm-hmm. it's like it just bought lost to the ages i'm just an update for you guys i'm working with a few people on fiverr not a sponsor i'm gonna try and get that audio fixed can really i don't think it's possible i don't think so either but i'm not opposed to paying an indian guy to try (laughs) (laughs) um all with all that to say on the echo issue all those episodes will happen again. You mm-hmm. will hear them either here or on our monthly subscriber club at some point. They're all going to happen again. We owe it not only to ourselves, but to them. Mm-hmm. Um, all those great conversations like are... And to you guys. Are shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all shit because of the audio. Yeah. But every from from 1 a.m. onward. Yeah. From when Gavin rolled <laughs> up great. onward, it was... it turned out really Which well actually is over half of the stream yeah it's I just think we yeah, front loaded a lot more. of the good stuff which just sucks because of like where we were all at <laughs> throughout <laughs> yeah. the night and like how the conversations changed right. and who could have guessed that the, i know that would never happen that we would be tired uh-huh. <laughs> after yeah. 36 hours of staying awake and that brings us to the next point holy moly was that a long 24 hours like I felt this was it went on just forever and and part of it was that Noah just like really lost his energy. And that's the thing with Noah. He'll he'll start at a 6, jump up to a 7, 8, 9. It'll hit 10 for a good 30 minutes then yeah. drop to 1. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I that's what I tell people when I drink as yeah. well. You have me you've got me for like an hour at like a 6 and 7. Mhm. You've got me for like an hour at an eight. When I start to hit nine and ten in a night of drinking, you have me for 45 minutes max. (laughs) After that, I want everyone to go home and I want to go to bed and I want it to be nice and quiet and nice and clean. So if I'm ever at your party (laughs) and I'm cleaning, it's because I've hit my limit and I'm ready for everybody to go home. (laughs) It might might not even be my party and I'm ready for you to go home. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm at your house. I'm over everything. I might be wearing sweatpants and my pants are too tight. I am done. I'm done with everything, you know? And so that's something that's... But that's a good point out is like JB got to go to bed. Mm -hmm. You got like 
an hour have... of closing your eyes. Yeah, you didn't I, even sleep. I couldn't sleep at all. <laughs> I had to sleep. Trevin is not fun to share a bed with, <laughs> and Arthur and that wall is really thin. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard. I heard great conversation though between Arthur and and Gavin. Yeah, dude. What they had. So the best so conversations cooked bacon. <laughs> yeah, the best conversations had pushback, and Arthur was like, "Listen, you guys have to listen to this. It's such a good like episode or part segment. with Arthur segment with Arthur. Arthur literally goes, "If you want to be a streamer or a YouTuber, um, don't do it on Twitch. Twitch is the worst place to do it." Really? And Gavin was a offended dude <laughs> yeah, and so they had this little back and forth and arthur backed up his claims and and then gavin backed up his claims and i think i agree with arthur twitch is the worst place to start out if you want to be a streamer yeah yeah I, if, if i remember correctly a lot of his arguments were um like sure there's a lot more viewers but there's also so many more people to view right yeah it's super saturated and if you're streaming with one person watching you're at the bottom yeah and the algorithm is not going to cater to you why would the algorithm cater to you when lcs is going on mm-hmm. or you know some phase clan member is streaming the new game like why would you be added to the algorithm yeah. when people don't want to watch you they want to watch lcs or phase you know huh. anyways <laughs> arthur was a great guest he was you got some sleep. You slept. What were your hours of sleeping? I think I got like three hours. Solid um, three hours or like ish. Yeah, I woke up a lot. It was like it was hit and miss. It took me a while to fall asleep, which it typically does. But um, especially when you have so much caffeine in your system, right? Shout you out my energy. Hugging those <laughs> really good sponsors. Hugging that my energy. <laughs> I didn't fucking drink a single thing. We'll hit that. Next. I had a shit ton of Red Bull, but like I'm. I'm the type of person I can have a Red Bull, a Rockstar, a Monster, anything like that, two, three hours before I go to bed, and I can go to sleep just fine. Like, caffeine, I've worked construction, caffeine doesn't fucking do a thing for me. So, um, but yeah, like, about roughly three hours, um, it was kind of shit, woke up, felt hungover, I hadn't, did, I didn't drink any alcohol that night, or day, or anything, um, <laughs> And, but honestly, after I woke up, dude, the last, like, the whole last 12 hours was a drag the yeah. entire time. I think a lot of it, um, had to do with our energy levels and like how much we were putting into each guest, which is unfortunate for those guests that came during the day that next day. Um, cause I, I didn't feel like really any of us were like in yeah, a good spot, a you know, like, yeah. yeah. Cause I mean like all those first what five six guests were awesome conversations every single one of them Mm -hmm. but because all shit audio yes but just our energy levels we were there like 100 percent. we were in yeah whether you know it was just we were we had a direction we had things we want to talk about we talked about them we built off of them and it was great after that the whole like next day i just felt was like just a struggle like i couldn't say shit without laughing like I was just, I was delirious. I just, right. like, that, like when your dad was on, dude, like I was crying. Oh, I was man. crying laughing yeah, the entire time. Yeah, you saw time. that, that like, clip yeah. on Instagram, yeah. But I it, don't even remember your dad coming on. Well, right. that's the, we- that's the thing is like everything after, 
afternoon mm-hmm. is like a blur because yeah and i feel like really bad because we didn't give the people like the energy that they deserved oh, like 100 all mm-hmm. like my parents your dad mm-hmm. andrew and tyler and then um uh your teacher mrs womble my teacher Who's... was my Wait. teacher was good but i was hoping that trevin would be there to bounce off with me <laughs> and he wasn't and so i had to we'll ca- get to that later <laughs> i had to carry that thing yeah and then we i feel like we were all like super alert for fuka and for warren yeah like that one sure. was really good really sure. energizing which was the mm-hmm. first time jb got to meet him yeah right. that was that was crazy yeah shout out to warren yeah <laughs> you're a legend he he truly is a legend. Mm-hmm. He's somehow a really good storyteller. You'll ask him a right. question, and then like five minutes later, you're like, "I wait, I don't remember him answering that. How are we talking about basketball?" And but like, it's, it's like, solid. It's like a then solid. He, and then story. he answers it five minutes later. Yeah, right. it's ugh, crazy. That's yeah. he. Like, it's he, gotta be the weed, right? If I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what it is. But if he hasn't considered making a podcast, mm-hmm. Warren, if you hear this, you should because. Mm-hmm. Put us you, out of business. You ha- yeah, you put us out of business. Yeah. You put Joe Rogan up for mm-hmm. out of business, too. Yeah. He has this way of talking that, like, is so captivating. For mm-hmm. sure. like, I, I've, and very inspirational. He's the, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. the perfect guest. You ask him a question, and like Kai said, he's going to answer it five minutes after he was supposed to answer yeah. it. And it's and all it's great content. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who was your guys' favorite guest? And why? Um, I, you know, it felt, it was, it was such a relief to have Here's Your Apology come on Mm -hmm. because it's like, you know what? We've been pushing as hard as we could for 23 hours and now we don't have to do anything. Right. (laughs) Which I felt like was a good thing and a bad thing though. Cause like they were definitely like, so, so what are we going to talk about? Like they wanted us to, cause it was our podcast they didn't right. want to like run it but we right. kind of needed them to run it well, <laughs> didn't we ask them to so kind here's of. here's the here's here's the deal it's <laughs> such a it's such a mess because they themselves are such a mess at the moment mm. they're 10 episodes in they're trying to figure out their sound they're working with two comedians and like a producer guy and so, an and, and even me as an interviewer, how do I ask two comedians serious questions and then flip to like funny questions? Yeah. Like, do I intermingle them? Do I try and split it up? Like, what is the space that I should give uh, Chris or even Nate when he decides to start riffing? You know, like. Should I? Because you don't want to inter like interrupt a comedian's riff. That would be horrible, right? And so when you, when you like have a, have them on six people on set, you kind of have to <laughs> give each other space, but you also have to realize like, okay, they want to run Fire. with certain topics, but they also Chris, if you look at the video or listen back to the episode, Chris asks like three to eight times probably. Probably like five times. We'll shoot from the middle. <laughs> he asked like five times, how is it doing this? You guys, how are you liking this? What was your favorite part? Huh. He asked that. Turns out he was hammered. Did we answer every time? But I tried to, I tried to answer and then you tried to, I think you caught on before I did of like, huh. oh, he is just trying to fill the space right now. 
because he doesn't know what to do because he's hammered. But it was... I mean, he came with a designated driver. It's true. They did. <laughs> but you can tell that it felt like a mess because... And then gave him a drink while we were there. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like a mess because they are trying to find their sound. They're trying to figure out how the flow of their show goes. And then coming on our show, how does it flow as well? Mm -hmm. It doesn't help that Chris was hammered and then walked off the show 20 minutes in. <laughs> Let's talk about that. I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was fucked up. I, I am in the middle of you two. I think it's only hilarious if he if he sticks with it and doesn't come back halfway through. Which he didn't. Which he is, didn't come. He, which is why he literally so fist bumped funny. my dad out out the door. <laughs> yeah, that's why I loved it. I, 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 it's definitely a power move. It's like going up on stage but and bombing not. on purpose. It's not because he was just fucked up. Like that's that's, true. that's the thing. If you really think about it, like Chris, he's funny as fuck glad he was on but like just don't fucking come if you're hammered like that's just here's or, my, here's my, here's my thing stay. here's my thing you can come hammered but stay the entire time i carved out an hour and a half and it ended up being two and a half hours for your team and you just abandoned them mm -hmm. and my show yeah 20 minutes in i get that that's like funny and that's like the comedian thing to do but I truly think that he is the funniest on their show, and oh, that's yeah. what, and yeah. that's one of the reasons why I was I was looking forward to him coming on. Yeah, and the other guys are super funny as well. But I just click with Chris's dark humor, like really, really like deep. You're a and, fucked up person too. So and so <laughs> to have him come on and and that's why I mentioned it so many times. You guys yeah. kept making fun of me. So funny, like. We would go 15 minutes and then it'd be an awkward silence. And I'd go, I'd be like, Chris actually left. And you guys were, <laughs> you guys were like, Noah, get over it. Yeah. But like part of me was like astounded because I've never seen anything like that ever happen. But I was also like pretty offended. Like, dude, I, like I invited you on the show and like I took all this time to like schedule you out. And like we put some thought into this. We wrote really good questions for you guys. And you just left 20 minutes in like we could have put anybody in your place and we did we put andrew in right. his place well and we definitely like gave them the space to take right like their whole their whole podcast that's what like, i told that's what i told all of them in the email you are closing out the show yeah. just as you would close out a comedy show mm -hmm. bring the fucking house down and yeah. and that's why it was and he just left the house yeah <laughs> <laughs> literally left and and that kind of led it to be both like they did exactly what we asked in w ways that we did not want at all. Like they did control the show, yeah. but they didn't bring anything, and we still felt the burden of conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a good that's a good um, realization. Way of putting it. Yeah. Good realization. Good point for sure. Let me tell y'all about Ma Energy. If you haven't jumped onto the Superfuel train, there's no better place to start than Ma Energy. It's specifically formulated to give gamers an edge over the competition. Their energy and focus blend gives you a sugar-free, no-crash energy boost, sharpening your perception and accelerating your reactions. I just spent $100 on this stuff because its pricing is so good and comparable to most energy fuel for gamers. There's so much energy that one small package is worth $150 of Red Bull, but it's better for you and more effective. The rewards program is easy to use, getting points for following on socials, but also for each dollar you spend. 
With it, you can get discounts on flavors or even a free shaker for your drinking ease. They also sell blue light glasses if you want to take better care of your gaming habits. For it to work, you need to click on the link in our description so you can use discount code MA10 and get 10% off at checkout. If you want to get 10% off, be sure to click on the link in our description and use discount code MA10. So we talked about Chris. That's hilarious. I still think it's hilarious. Are we going to talk about the, the medical issues we had that night? We need to. We need to. First, let's talk about Manscaped. Yes. We're no longer sponsored by Manscaped. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I want to say this publicly. Oh, boy. They, I, I feel cheated. I feel cheated. Noah yep. Purcell feels cheated. Yep. They are no longer sponsoring us because zero people use the code. That's a <laughs> lie because I use the code twice. With different email accounts? Yes, that both have times. Never used because it that's before? the only way that the code works is if you use a different email account every time. Yeah. I know people who have never bought anything on Manscaped before that also use the code. Yeah. So I feel cheated by them. Um, it's COVID times. Brands are fighting for <laughs> ad spots. It's budgets are tight. I get it. We also, but also that doesn't excuse what they did. We got a bunch of free stuff though. We did. So I wonder if what the free stuff totaled out to be and mm-hmm. what codes were used kind of weighed the Leveled scales out. evenly. Yeah. Uh, I I wonder if. Like, which would have been more successful? Not that That's not what I mean. I wonder, um, like, compare their cost of making it versus selling it. Because if they're right. giving it to us, they're not spending any money on advertising for it. And it's cheaper, obviously cheaper than what they list online. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's in Walmart. Come on now. And, and now, we can, <laughs> now we can talk <laughs> bad about it, right? Yeah. I, I mean... The lady said, hey, maybe we can shoot for this another time, uh-huh. but now the paycheck's really good, so <laughs> I'm, I'm always open to it, but when you do me over like that, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth, uh-huh. you know, and so I'm open to trying other... That, that makes sense. Other whatever categories that they had restricted by being sponsored by them, yeah. so... Well, what I'll say... there, I lo- am... Before you go, I'm yeah, so okay. sorry. No worries, no worries. I am very happy that we were able to give out products for free. Mm-hmm. They Manscaped played a staple in our in this show, and I'm very glad to give back to our fans. Yeah, what for sure. Uh, their main product, the Lawnmower 4.0, mm-hmm. is really good. Like I've I've never cut myself with it while following their instructions to the letter. Uh, I've cut myself other other times, but when when I was feeling like you know i'm just a just a hair chafy today <laughs> i i pulled out their anti-chafe spray and it burnt me really like, like it stung whoa yeah right where i was chafing which i mean makes sense i guess but but man that kind of <laughs> makes me feel i mean i stopped chafing <laughs> it did exactly did exactly what it said right. to do. just right. feels like you have herpes or something <laughs> <laughs> yes Jeez. And it only burns when I pee. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, any other thoughts on Manscaped before we new- move to our next sponsor? Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna be upset when we're when we're up there, <laughs> when we're as big as Mr. Beast, <laughs> and we're as big as Joe Rogan. Yeah, we're just ba- we the, bashed them. Before. They'll wish. They'll wish they stuck with us and didn't lie to us. 
Right. It's a good kids. product. They just, you know. It is a re- it is a really good product. Good products. Don't buy any of them till we're sponsored again. Yeah. <laughs> wait. No, yeah. Just wait. Wait. Just wait. It'll come around in another year or so. Yeah. Ma energy. Ma Let's talk about freaking it. energy. <laughs> this is where you get to hear a little bit of the behind the scenes of episode 100. Mm-hmm. I personally like love to watch behind the scenes videos of like your favorite YouTubers or your favorite like pod, like dude. Perfect does a really, really good job of what behind the scenes videos of their trick shots look like. Um, hopefully this gives you a little bit of a behind the scenes as well as a lot of the photos that we took of what our full set looked like. Cause you, some of you only saw what the set looked like from the, the camera f- the feed. Yeah. Um, so hopefully some of the Instagram photos showed it off well. Ma energy. We started out strong and I got to try some new flavors. We had what? Five flavors in a shaker to give away. Is there, that right? Uh, there are five flavors total. So I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Five flavors in a shaker to give away. We had bad reactions with the Ma energy. I don't think that's true. I felt <laughs> some. I felt a pounding in my heart, like yeah. Like you ever see the videos where like the guy gets punched in the stomach and then you can see his heart beating, or he drinks like five <laughs> monster energies and his heart is beating. Like you can see it visibly on his chest. Who knows if it's CGI? Who knows if it's real? <laughs> but you can see though that yes, that's how I felt after drinking my energy. Let's let's be clear. That's how you felt. After drinking the amount that is not recommended by my energy, there's there's a recommendation on the back. No, no, no. I, I did the I did the recommendation. You also have a a problem with caffeine. Like I do a have medical a problem. problem with caffeine. I do have a existing <laughs> issue with caffeine because I don't warning, drink it. There's a warning for people about you as well. <laughs> but there were three other people that sat on set that had the same issue. However, well, you. However, here's the, here's, the, here's the however. However, on the label, it says not to mix with alcohol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Guess what? All of the people that were drinking my energy were doing drinking swirling it around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and worse than that, they were like, okay, so an- <laughs> oh, no! another beer. That means I could probably do another jug of my energy as well. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just hand in hand just yeah. doing dry scoops. I saw your brother do two dry scoops. At the same time. (laughs) At the same time. Granted, they're small scoops, but golly, is this stuff strong. Yeah. And your brother was not drinking alcohol. (laughs) I remember. Oh, Gavin was. Gavin was. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, okay. I remember the disappointment when I got my first canister of Ma Energy in the mail. I was like, wow, this is way smaller than I thought it would be. Then I opened it up and saw how tiny the scoop was. Right. I'm like, holy moly. This stuff is so compact and strong. Right. One scoop of this is stronger than a cup of coffee. And that that blows my mind. Yeah. (laughs) My, I was wired. I mean, fully awake. I even used, when you went to bed, I tried to sleep in that chair Mm -hmm. and I kind of just let the guys do their thing on set. It's like, I'm tired, but I'm really fast. I was like, I'm awake. But not because I want to be. Yeah. It, it, the shit works. Yeah. The shit it, actually works. It is the most effective thing I've ever seen. And uh, one of my brothers was telling me one night, he's like, you know, I've tried 
he has a lot of G fuel in his room. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, like I've done G fuel and now I've done my energy. Let me tell you, this shit gets me wired. I'm like, yeah, yeah no kidding. It does. Yeah. He, he says that he drops off the moment he finishes my energy. Like when he's done with that last sip, he, yeah. he, he hits a wall. <clears throat> right. But if you always keep some, like even if you're drinking a little by little, and it's flowing through your system. I don't know what it is, but it, it's so effective. It is very, uh, I, and I, it's flavorful too. Yeah. The first one that you had me try before we were even sponsored by them, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know about this stuff. The other flavors are good. Yeah. That said, we have a Ma Energy thing. I went through the 24 hours. <laughs> I have no idea whose that is. <laughs> it's for somebody. We forgot to give it away or something, so... Okay. If you want to try my energy, we have one left. We'll take the first person to message us on Facebook <clears throat> or Instagram. It's yours. You can grab it. Um, it's the flavor Rip Harambe. We'll, yeah, we'll mail it to you. Which uh, is like sweet and beet almost. It's good stuff, but we did. it's the only thing that we couldn't... Well, we have some shirts that... If you want some free shirts, we got free shirts. Yeah. Um, this, this one $30 canister things. has as much caffeine as $150 worth of Red Bull. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's good stuff, too. So, that's the whole Ma Energy thing. Yeah. Trevin said he felt like he was going to die. <laughs> I oh, saw yeah. that at the bar the, the other <laughs> week, and I asked him, I was like, so how's your recovery? He's like, yeah. Uh, I laid in my shower for a couple hours, but after that, I was good. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, he woke up at 7 and kept drinking. That is also true, yeah. Both my energy and alcohol. Do not mix with alcohol. It's seriously not not good. If you want to experience something wild, then (laughs) go for it. But I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, uh, we were close to sending him to a hospital. He was well. He we, got, we sent him home early. He got yes. We sent him home early, and he got up during the 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 only time I really really needed him was with <laughs> my teacher, and or my old teacher. And he was like, "I I can't do. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna throw up." And he yeah. went outside, went to the backyard, didn't throw up because that's <laughs> he probably the, should have. He should have. Wouldn't have been the first time he threw up at your parents' house, I bet. It's true. It's very, very true. <laughs> um, Ma Energy, it's still good stuff. Just don't drink it with alcohol. I think it's our most successful sponsor so far. It's true. Yeah. Um, I still haven't tried their, their sour powder mix. You know? I had something else on this list. I completely forgot. Oh, show feedback. So have oh. I've gotten some good feedback on episode 100, but I wrote that as a as a prompt for when we sat down with Dallas and Andre and we read the feedback from the show that we've gotten. <laughs> yeah. It was super echoey content, so let's just recap it real fast. Mm-hmm. Heavy shit. Heavy, heavy, heavy shit. shit. Some of it was. Some of it was. Yeah, yeah. the for the first few. Yeah, and that was the first time I heard had heard that story. Oh, yeah, I because you guys knew about yeah, it. No, but no one I and I cried separately. Yes, <laughs> and I then on show. Yeah. Read okay. Whenever we get an email submitted or uh, a submission on our website, I get an email. It goes mm-hmm. straight to my email. I read it, started crying, mm-hmm. and then was like, "Oh boy, okay, this would be really good content for episode one hundred." 
It's kind of what we requested for that week of that podcast. Yeah. So I sent it to Kai. I was like, hey, make sure you're sitting down, dude, because this is heavy shit. Which I read the first half of it, immediately got in bed and started bawling to read the second half of it, yeah. and then fell asleep crying myself to sleep. I'm yeah. Like, Holy shit. This and, is. Insane. And I was like, should we give the guys yeah. like a heads up or should we just roll with it? And Kai was like, let's just roll with it and we'll let what happens happens. And I was yeah. like, I totally agree. What were your first thoughts hearing that? Um, first of all, can somebody explain what it was? Just a quick recap of what the of what it said. Yeah, we asked for feedback, and we also said, "Hey, get really emotional with us." And we compared it to like those, "Wow, ten million subscriber on YouTube" right. kind of videos, where you know the content creator is always crying, and uh, thank you for one million subscribers. Exactly. And I don't, I don't know if any of us actually expected to have a decent no response of like that. Not. That's been the theme of this show: <laughs> super high, speak big, receive low. Well, that, but also super high listens, very low engagement. Yeah, That's how it's been from absolutely. day one. Absolutely. We got uh, a message in response. A few were emotional, but one in particular, the one we're talking about. Uh, we wish you could go back and hear crystal clear audio, but it's someone uh, describing his journey. I assume his, we actually don't know gender. We don't know the gender and that's, listen, I tried to snoop. I tried <laughs> to figure out who it was because they honestly, I owe them more than a phone call. Yeah, for sure. And I, we all, we owe, owe them. We like, all owe them more steak than a phone. dinner. Freaking guest. Andre episode. and Dallas. Yeah. Right. All of us. Yeah. Th- we were all mentioned by name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we don't know. Well, and we, that's the interesting, like we say we owe them, but also this person feels like they've, re- they literally have received more than they could ever repay from us. Yeah. And, and that's what is so crazy. Cause if you go back and listen, what we talk about, we read on the show, how like we, saved this person's life yeah and and that was the most mind-boggling thing to us because they describe their intentions to stop living uh and and their plans they had made and then they were like you know what i didn't finish this episode of tcc and when they continue listening to it they realize that they're staying for us right and and that was and and i'm i'm still a little emotional now but I was I've cried more than once right. reading that message, right? Because it it is we I never expected to be so honored to be so important in this show, and and it and it's such a how perfect is it that we got that episode for episode one hundred, right. where we're celebrating such an accomplishment that we've made, and and even they even broke it down mm-hmm. like layer by layer of like. Like, I wanted to end it all. Mm -hmm. Like, let that weight sit for a second. And then they broke it down person by person. I have a friend like JB. I made a friend like Kai. Yeah. I made a friend like Noah. I made a friend like JB or Dallas. I made a friend like Andre. And they all have flaws. They all have my favorite thing about them. But watching you guys made me reposition my thinking of oh 
this is how friendship works. Mm-hmm. I might hate that, like to use me for example, I might hate that Noah says um or that he's like, <laughs> like. or like or whatever his filler words are or that he's like, I think they pointed out my organization like that I'm super organized or they or I'm not super organized or whatever they thought. Um, like that's how friendship works. You like something about your friends, but mm-hmm. like you also dislike things about your friends. Right. And and th- for me it's interrupting. <laughs> I know. And uh, hearing all of that, like I, I want to make one thing perfectly clear. Whoever you are, we're not I mean, we don't know. You asked to stay anonymous, and we're keeping mm-hmm. it that way. Because well, I, I tried, dude. Well, I mean, I we, tried. we do have their email, but we're not going to do anything with it, that. Right? It doesn't exist. No way. It, I tried. I've emailed it back. I've, like, <laughs> tried to search it up. E- either way, we're not saying who it is. Right, right. And even if we could find out, we wouldn't. But what we do want to, what I want to make clear is I'm doing this for you and only you. And like, like, there's... Of of course, it began. I'm doing this because I want to do it. It's fun, mm-hmm. and to a degree, I still am. But but you have made all of this so worth it. No matter what happens, when Noah kills my son in the future, and I'm like, man, I wish <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with this guy. I will still think like I'm so glad to have those memories of Noah, who is such a backstabber because of you. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a weird way to put it. I, I've thought about a question that I want to ask this person. Did you have friends before you, like, had these, before you were listening to our show? Mm -hmm. Or, and maybe I need to just read it a few more times and maybe I can make some inferences. I think I have the answer for you, but keep going. But I'm not sure if they had friends before the show and the show is what taught them, like, introduced friendship into their lives of, like, oh, like... I've been thinking about friendship the wrong way the entire time. Or if they had friends and they just had a weird outlook on it. Because I truly believe that we changed their idea of friendship. I just want to know, like, in what ways. Like, did you have friends before? And then we talked about it and you kind of watched how we interacted. And then you were able to figure it out. Was it something that we said? Is it like the way that we laughed at each other's flaws, like what is it? Mm -hmm. Like what is it that brought you to this realization of, oh, that's how friends are? Or, Mm -hmm. oh, that's what my friends, my friend group should represent. That's what I should expect. That's crazy to think that like whatever we do here sets up a good expectation for this person to not kill themselves. But, That's heavy. Which just means that I, I I really think that we've, I mean, it shows that uh, the listeners hear our differences as as people, because mm-hmm. all three of us are very different individuals, yeah. And we all come from <clears throat> similar but different upbringings, yeah. Yet we can all come to a single place and hang out and provide this content for people. And yet go out each day and live very different lives. But we're still friends outside of the show. Yeah, that's, like, a, that's it, a really good point. It's just, you know, I mean, because it's like, 
there's, there's something here that can't end between us, no matter right. where life takes any of us. Because right. we already have such different lives, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, whether, you know, friend one goes to college in Florida and ends up living there, you can still call that person and be in contact with them right. and have a good relationship with them, even if they're in Florida. Hmm. Like, even if Noah was going to move to Texas, we were still going to... Have we'll the talk show. about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter because right. still, like, yeah, we're still friends at the and, end of the day. And we can, of course, everyone's like, oh, they're just saying that. Well, we actually, like, JB, we had a gap where it didn't you didn't talk to either Noah or I for right. years. Yeah, and, probably at least five. Right. At least five. Mm-hmm. And to think that on day one of me seeing you still feels like, I didn't have to catch up at all. Right. That just speaks to how true it is that for whatever reason, us three, we are just so bound mm-hmm. and realistically Noah's probably the glue, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's something about that. We're just, uh, that we have been given such a gift in, we can't drift apart no matter how hard we try. Right. Yeah. Uh, but to answer or to speak back to what Noah's question would be, I don't think, uh, I don't think it was even specified that there were friendships made. What I saw was it, it described uh, like right after the, the darkest point of like, I, I put the cult in my backpack, right. took it to school and thought, you know what? I still have an episode to finish. Right. Then it described, you know, I have a friend who does this. I have a friend who does this. Oh, it's a good point. It doesn't say I made a friend who does this, right? That this person could still be describing us. I'm not really sure. Oh, whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, furthermore, they described moving many times because of a military, I think, father. <clears throat> so a military family, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And each time moving, retaining no friendships. Yeah. So I believe we persisted through some of those movings. Right. So it was like, okay, I'm I'm losing people i knew at this other school but now i at least i can keep some familiarity and some social interaction quote unquote with these three four or five people yeah it yeah that make that makes sense yeah Uh, something to point out in transition like we just show up and that us just showing up is what saved this person's life yeah and and we we that's that's crazy to think and this is my transitional mm-hmm, thought mm-hmm. based on the negative feedback that we shared and that we've gotten <laughs> we showed up like and there's still people that are hating the show yeah. like if only they knew like the background or even that story yeah. before they had hated on the show you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, imagine if when, like, the Kai drama went down, we yeah. just cut it off there. Or when Andre was leaving. Or when Andre was that leaving. That was probably the closest it ever got. Yeah. Like, what if we just cut it off there? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's nuts. Cut it off like a circumcision. <laughs> I. What did? What do you guys think about the negative feedback on the show? I I never that heard, we shared on episode one. I never heard JB's feedback on that first on that first oh, one. On the first one, yeah. 
Yeah, you were addressed and, by name. Let's hear your thoughts. And then we'll go to the negative <clears throat> feedback. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was heavy for sure. Um, I mean, it just it, it honestly reminded me of high school. Like huh. the fact that you never know what kind of impact you're going to have on somebody. And I don't mean that it reminds me of high school in a bad way whatsoever. Um, more so the fact that you can talk to somebody or see somebody you know, five times in four years and have a bigger impact on somebody that they see every day in their life. Right. Those five times that you see them over the course of four years could have made their entire life or their outlook on life or whatever better or change or perspective change or whatever. Like you never know how an interaction that you're going to have with somebody is truly going to change somebody's life for the better or for the worse. So it just kind of is like, it just reminds me of that, right? Like that, you know, yeah, we're all here um, to produce content, to have fun, to have an outlet of whatever some sort. These are real people listening to us. Mm-hmm. They have real emotional faults. They have real emotional, you know, pluses, minuses, whatever. And even physical, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. They're, they're humans just like us. They go through these thought processes just like us. Like the connection is way deeper than just they're going to hear us say a bunch of weird jokes and talk about our life. And you know what I mean? Like it's way, it's way bigger than that to some Mm -hmm. people, which is crazy to think about that. You know, like when I do hear, um, any sort of hate feedback or whatever, and just like, okay, like, that's fine. If you don't, if you don't like the show, then don't listen to it. Like, yeah, our, the, <laughs> thought, the the thought process along that is like, I like what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> I you can try and make me. What was the what was the girl's name? Can we can we dox her? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I, I think name? she was. Fake, I'll be honest. But... I've tried looking up this person. Yeah. She was and it, fake, and it's I because I think this person's fake that I'll say Maria. Yeah, yeah, Maria <laughs> someone, Lopez. Or someone put like in that. something. Yeah, and was like, I can't. Like, I shouldn't. I had Listen this playing around my four-year-old child. I have playing you guys this. are talking about sex and alcohol. Sex and alcohol and drugs. <laughs> like, and hold on. It's like we... From we, day one, we've said we're not a family show. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, well, and we just sit down and we don't think like... Like, we're just here as this is our outlet and this is our thing and mm-hmm. we're going to do our thing because people enjoy it. And then to take it a step deeper is like, whoa, there's a huge impact going on right. by yeah. us just being ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, no more than that, which is crazy. Well, and like, you guys especially know how I am as a person. Like, aloof. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, my whole attitude is like, you don't like me? Okay, you don't have to hang out with me. Like, if you don't like something I do, you can voice your opinion. Do I have to listen to it? No. But, like, I get so much hate for driving a big jacked-up truck. Do I care? No, because it's what I like. (laughs) Right. You know, I don't care that people don't like that I didn't go to college or I stopped going to college or whatever or that I didn't end up going going to be a cop or whatever. It's like, that's fine. It's not your life. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like I have those people in my life that I go to for advice or when they bring something to me, I will listen and take it. And you ain't one of them. (laughs) Right. And it's like. If you're just sitting there hating, like, if you want to have a conversation with me about something that I'm doing, okay, let's have a constructive conversation. Like, hit yeah. me up. Like, let's yeah. chat about it. Whatever. But if you're just going to sit there and talk shit to me, 
I have no space for that. Yeah. Just because I don't give a shit. Like, that was my whole attitude in high school with anything negative in my life. It was like, you want to just bring negative shit into my life? You're not going to be in my life. I'm sorry. I think that's something you really have to do. Like, your perspective is one you really need when you're on a podcast. For sure. Because something that... Uh, I, I, believe, I bet there's some mental disconnect when people are online to the point where... Like when you're commenting on Facebook, when you're sending a, a message feedback, or when it's a podcast or a YouTube video, right. you don't recognize that other person you're talking to or about is human. Exactly. You you can say the nastiest shit, mm-hmm. and you won't. You would never say that in person. Right. But because it's online, it doesn't feel like it's personal, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like they're human. It's like say that to my face. Exactly, and they never yeah. would because they're they're nice people. Right. And that's that's another disconnect. When we get it as a message, it feels like wow, this is just in general a mean person. Mm-hmm. But I bet they're nice people. They just don't realize that they're being so rude. Oh, for sure. And that's that's like honestly what i hate about social media yeah that's a whole nother conversation yeah but like just if you have a constructive thing to say then say it if you mm-hmm. want to hate hate i don't care whether we're we gonna are we gonna take it seriously no we're not yeah but like then you're just wasting your time like yeah you know, whatever. a lot of the negative feedback we received some of it actually like there were many that said <laughs> kai interrupts too much uh and i took that like yes i know i'm working on it but well, even the dick thing, like, look what the dick thing has transformed into. Yeah, we have <laughs> a monthly <laughs> subscriber club uh-huh. that we're doing a a uh, a partnership with Spotify. Yeah, who would have thought we would be partnering with Spotify? Because, because I made of dick jokes. Dick <laughs> because of yeah. dick jokes, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Uh, there, there was a point where I felt like, oh boy. I'm doing this podcast. I know there's a lot of good that comes out of it. I also feel like there's a lot of bad that comes out of it. And uh, and I've I've reached the point where I'm like, you know what? No, I think it's all good. Right. Like, right. Uh, like <clears throat> as long as people who aren't so immature don't listen to it. <laughs> like I, when, I had to tell Noah, I said, as long as you stop inviting people on my Facebook, we're good. Because yeah. so many people on my Facebook feed don't understand that what society considers immoral isn't necessarily immoral. Well, think think about where the show was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, culture and society has changed. Yeah. It's not this... I When I was listening back for episode 101 to grab all those funny clips, dude, we said some horrible things in season <laughs> one and two. We also didn't have anyone listening. Hor- no, no, we had people listening. They were all like friends and family, though. But even then, somebody's going to go, this is a horrible thing that you just said. We said terrible things about Native Americans, oh, African Americans, oh. Hispanic people, oh. <laughs> gay, straight, bi, and lesbian people. I'm, Yikes. Horrible things, dude. Yikes. But society has shifted just a little bit and, and we've this, only grown <laughs> this cancel culture shit is yeah. and i don't want to get down this path i, I want not it in this to, episode not in this episode but that's just something to point out is like i mean if you if you really like look back at the episodes we're not doing a whole lot different than what we did in season one and two is that a bad thing to say no because it means we're staying authentic to ourselves yeah. you know good that's a good point 
what did you guys think? Uh, speaking of staying authentic to ourselves, <laughs> the Chronic Gals. Let's talk about it. Mm. Kai was cooking food. I'm yeah. not sure how much you heard. <laughs> when, <laughs> when the tears came out, I really started paying attention. <laughs> JB and Trevin just egged on a conversation that I was hoping we wouldn't go down. But it actually turned out really, really good. It did. Like I said, I didn't. I don't. Okay, wait, wait. wait. When there's tension there, it's a. It proves to be a good conversation. I don't feel like I egged it on. I I felt like I did guide it, but it wasn't like. No, no, no. Trevin is totally at fault for whatever (laughs) happened. Okay. (laughs) Because I was like, I felt like I had a very constructive and good conversation. You you asked. So you. What do you guys think about decriminalizing all drugs? They said, that's a great thing. Trevin doubled down and goes, are you sure about that? And then later in the conversation went, "How? who is going to pay for that? What's going to happen? Who's going to pay for this? Who's going to pay for this? Who's going to be responsible for that? Trevin was the one that like egged it down that road. Yeah. I don't regret he, the he's conversation. He's the Facebook commenter. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. But it, I felt like it went really well. Like it Talk was a very... It. So it was a very constructive conversation about if, I guess it was basically the outcomes if, um, well, I guess from decriminalizing drugs. Because pretty much every drug right now is decriminalized in some way, shape, or form. In this state. In this state. I mean, cocaine, heroin, meth. They're They're legal. They're They're all decriminalized. They're They're not legal. legal. It's either you go to like a rehab or you pay a a little fine yeah and, and i don't get know a state pension i don't know enough <laughs> i don't know enough about the details of the laws because i've been out of laws huh. for a while now and, and how they've changed if um, a police officer i've encountered this yes. police officer pulls drugs any anything yeah. yep. you, yeah. you name it meth crack cocaine mm-hmm. marijuana if they pull it out of your bag and it's under a certain amount yep they go and put it back in your bag. Yep. Okay. So okay. it is an amount, just like marijuana is. Yeah. It's like a, there's a possession limit on marijuana. They find a scale. It's kind of a different story because yeah. it's intent to distribute. Yeah. But, mm. you know. Because, yeah, that's that's a different story. And that's when you get into the technicalities of laws and whatever. Okay. Um, but, yes, the conversation was if and the outcomes of decriminalizing um, drugs as a whole um, and basically what would happen, where these people would go. Um, we're honestly seeing it a lot in Portland right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the conversation was having these like said rehab facilities or places for these people to go like safe houses in a way. Yes. And like having people that are trained there for, um, for overdoses, um, having Narcan there, um, and stuff like that. And basically it would be a building of drug addicts that have a safe place to go. That's clean um that they can do their drugs or right. wean off their drugs yeah they right. used uh examples of certain countries i forget what the countries are yeah i don't i don't know i don't remember it doesn't really sit well with me when you go canada does health free health care <laughs> it's like well let's evaluate like the rest it's, of what they're doing yes. because we it can't just be that one thing yeah huh. yeah and which i mean a lot of good points were made um, it was definitely constructive back and forth conversation about good points, bad points, downfalls, positives, whatever. It's how a conversation nowadays 
should go. Never goes though. It never, never. goes back to the it, cancel culture. It was one thing. of the best conversations really, we had. Yeah. Really, because really good. because and again, you, I wasn't a part of it. Well, and, and it was it was actually really crazy because both me and her had something in common of having a heroin addict as mm. a relative. Well, that's hold on. There, See, I think there's. Too. I think there's more beyond that. I really think there's more beyond that because you say something like, "I think all drugs should be legalized." And they should have a good place to, like, do them and that we should fund them and our taxes should go to them. Like, that's a very um, Democrat thing to say, I feel. But in the same breath, she said, hold on, I don't think the federal government is ready for all drugs to be to be legal. And, you know maybe there's some restrictions that should be put on that. And so mm-hmm. to like nail, she, book, she shook both sides. Of the she aisle. did. Oh, she really did. Which, 100%. which is what made it such a good conversation is yeah. like coming in. They're like smoking weed in my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like you think, and then she says these like very like overarching ideas and you think, Oh, this is a liberal. Hold on. We're kind of like more conservative guys. And then she hits us with all this stuff on the back end. And you're like, hold on. This is how a conversation is supposed to go. Mm. We're having a really good conversation here. Which is like, that's what I always strive for if I'm going to have a conversation like that. Because, like, yes, I know my political, like, position. Am I up to date on all this research and this new age stuff? No. But... I am the type of person that I can see both sides and I can have a constructive conversation, whether I agree or disagree with whatever they're saying, I can still have a constructive conversation. You can be as far left as it gets. Right. And as long as you can have somewhat of an open mind about, about positives and negatives and not ignore like just blatant truth and facts, we can have a constructive conversation. If you can't do that, I will not have a conversation. Right. And that's right. why I right. don't a lot of times. Right. I don't even bring up politics because fuck that. Right. Because everyone's like, I'm going to get offended. I'm going to cry my eyes out because you voted for Trump. It's like, okay, like you probably voted for yeah, Biden. Twice. Yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, so what? We can't be civil human beings and have a conversation right. about what's going on in America and what we like, what we don't like, what we'd like to see change. You know what I mean? Like, well, and God forbid that you agree with something that a Democrat says, right. or God forbid that a Democrat agrees with something that a, that a Republican said, right. something that I think that like they are doing very well is education in the marijuana space. Yeah. Oh that, yeah. Oh especially yeah. I, I've learned so much from being them. the chronic house. Well, That's who we're talking well, about. And, yeah. yeah. And it, like, especially in this <laughs> yeah. day and age when people are doing drugs that are laced with fentanyl and then dying, right. like, uh, let's, let's mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not doing drugs isn't the solution right now, but we'll take what we can get with maybe some education and mm-hmm. not doing fentanyl, and dying, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I, I loved their first episode all the way till like even today. Their their first episode was so informative. Yeah, and uh, they they backed up like, okay, here's drug. This covers everything from caffeine to cocaine, mm-hmm. and here's like marijuana, THC, CBD. Here's this, and, and here's what a business should be telling yes. you. Mm-hmm. Imagine you walk into a, like uh 
like a like I went to the laundromat today to get dry cleaning. Imagine a dry cleaning place didn't tell you how they were going to clean this stain or how they were going to wash your items so that they didn't get destroyed in the washer. Like that's the same idea when you translate it to drugs or you translate it to alcohol or you translate it to a dangerous product that you could use and hurt. Like who wants to buy a chainsaw and not know how to use it? You know, mm-hmm. like it's very important and I fully support what they're doing. Yeah. Like at Education. Least let it come with a manual or something. Right. And, right. and they're providing a manual for all the companies that haven't been so informative. They're so mm-hmm. like, Hey, you're 21. Good. Buy stuff. Yeah. But, uh, like they they listened really well to the conversation between you and Trevin, mm-hmm. and they also spoke very effectively. Like it was so inspiring to hear her well up with emotion about all the people who are struggling out there that I didn't right. even consider. Right, and it, like I've I've thought more than once. You know, if I win the lottery today, which I don't even gamble, so I don't know why I thought that. If I win the lottery today, I'm absolutely giving her a few million to start this business. Or start this nonprofit because because yeah. I also don't think the federal government is ready, and I don't think that many of the charitable things they do to govern are effective. But I believe in her hands, it would be so good, mm-hmm. and and I I think decriminalization would be fine. I don't think public, like in the same way you could get charged with public intoxication, right. I think you you should get charged with public. I don't even know what the word is for that. It's still intoxication. Oh, okay, then that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but. But de- I'm, man, I actually am pretty on board with decriminalization. Yeah. yeah. Well, in in the same breath, she said she kind of corrected Trevin and kind of backed him up a little yep. bit by saying, yep. by saying, in this perfect world, remember, like you're coming at me just a little bit aggressively, saying who's gonna pay for it, who's gonna do this. Yeah. Attacking hold on, her argument. Hold on, hold on now. Let me back you up just a little bit. Let me put some space between us. This is a hypothetical in a perfect world, which we can all agree on. We are not living in. We are not even close to because we can all agree on five things that are terrible right now because of (laughs) COVID. And and what I thought was even better, she pushed with, you know, you're paying for him to be in jail. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Which is is hilarious because, like, from my seat, my law enforcement background and – or, like – going that direction right yeah and wanting to be in law enforcement and pursuing that i i think about laws and i think about incarceration and those facilities in a lot different ways mm. where the a lot of these people they don't think about that mm-hmm. it's like so now you have less less inmates in jail because of drugs that's great but now look at the officers like you experienced a lot officers that can't productively do their job because, like, for a while, if you had a person that you had to get out of a situation and you had the right and the means to search them and you found drugs on them, they were going to go to jail. They were being removed from that public safety situation. They were going to go somewhere else. And then they'd be released in a couple weeks or whatever. And there you go. It's a small charge. They're going to get out. But they're not going to be back right, right back to the same right, place. Right, right. Now... With all that stuff being legal, you have somebody that's borderline not really breaking any laws, but they're definitely a danger to the public, but Mm -hmm. you don't really have anything solid to charge them on. You can't remove them from a situation. You can show up there. And actually in Washington, 
if there's not a crime being committed, I don't think you even can anymore. Yeah, you can't. So that that you can't show up. You can't show up or chase. So I haven't researched wow. this new stuff enough. It's it's definitely a topic for another episode. Yeah. But basically, if somebody uh, armed robbery, uh, it's, it can't be armed robbery because then you can, robbery. You can prove that somebody is in imminent danger. If nobody is in imminent danger to themselves or others, mm-hmm. then the police are illegally at the location right. of that crime unless they're investigating. So if uh, a cop, if somebody uh, takes a purse from an old lady, the cops cannot chase that person unless they saw the person do it. Hmm. So unless they have uh, probable cause. probable cause that that happened, then they cannot chase. But they can also not chase if it if that person is in imminent danger to themselves or others. It's a sticky situation. Anyways, chronic gals. <laughs> Any other thoughts on the chronic gals? Excuse me. Yeah. Um, JB was in the middle of a thought. I'm sorry. I wanted to hear the what end of it. He was starting to rabbit trail, and I know we got to wrap up this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just love the idea of, you know what, if we're going to pay for this person to be somewhere, let's pay for him to be at a place where he can get better. Yeah. Overall, instead of, yeah. instead of sending him to jail where he's going mm. to do drugs that are keistered instead. Right. Yeah, overall it was productive and it was I yeah. enjoyed the unbiased conversation. Yeah. It was very unbiased. It was yeah. very Yeah. This is the situation that we're talking about. Best case scenario, this is what I would love to see. Mm-hmm. And like it didn't get political. It didn't get, you know, right. My opinion versus yours you're fucking wrong. I'm right. Right. You know, it didn't get negative. Um it was very open-minded, and you don't get that very often. So. It's the same idea with um, the conversation that we had when my old fifth-grade teacher came on. She expressed <laughs> how, um, as of the class of now, kids uh, in in the curriculum of what you're teaching in a public school, you need you now need to be sensitive and coherent about what you're addressing kids as yeah. are they going to be male or are they going to be female do they want to identify as something completely different from that it's up their, to the parents their sex is different than their gender is it is it up to their parents um and that was a super good conversation that i think i shut down because i wasn't i just wasn't there to have it she was literally our second to last guest <laughs> yeah um it was a rough time but that's another yeah. example of a conversation that went really well without mm-hmm. it going political right um which is cool to which, see and as a teacher she's used to that yeah mm-hmm. oh which, yeah for sure which is you know with all that to say to wrap up this conversation on the ins and outs of episode 100 would you guys do it again and to what extent i know that as soon as those cameras cut jb goes we're not fucking doing that again and <laughs> that kai goes you <laughs> And then I go, yeah, I'm not doing that again. And Kai goes, are you sure? And I was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts now, two months after the fact? Would you ever do it again? And if not, to what extent would you do a live stream again with video? It, it's hard to see how much of a success it was and say I wouldn't do it again. How many amazing conversations we had that we wouldn't have had 
if not for the fact that it's a 24-hour thing. Like, we wouldn't have had so many gaps to fill. We wouldn't have had so many people we reached out to. I gotta say, you'd have to convince me, but yeah, I'd do it again. (laughs) So, I wouldn't do it 24 hours. There's no way. Because I just think we lost so much productivity in the last half. That's a really good point. Like, if I was going to do it again with cameras, video, and all that, I would be down for, like, a 6 p.m. to midnight segment of just guest after guest after guest. I think that would be very productive and could be a lot of fun. Um, But I think that was, like, our really good quality content. Yep. And, like, after that, it was just... Either I was there, either you were there, or you like no, it wasn't a team effort whatsoever after yeah. that because we were all just so messed up from being up for so mm-hmm. long, and everyone around us was tired. Like there was no like one person that was carrying it, you know. Yeah. But when you have a six-hour window, you know, or an eight-hour window or whatever of one night with video, right. you can take your time with guests. You can be intentional about who those guests are. You know, yeah, we had a lot of freedom with the 24-hour. Like, in Dom's episode, we didn't plan on bringing Jasmine on. Right. right. But Jasmine right, right. came on, and it was right. great, right? Right. Where I, I even messaged Dom. I was like, hey, can, that was I, like th- my, sorry. can I throw Jasmine on? What were you going to say? That was, like, my first conversation with Jasmine ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, very good conversation, mm-hmm. and we had the freedom to do that. Right. In this setting, in the podcast room, it's typically our guest and maybe a friend but typically that friend knows they're not coming on the podcast right or even intentional even to bring andrew on while while your dad was still in the building yeah for like andrew you need like let's talk about volunteering in the church Mm -hmm. and stuff yeah and (laughs) like it was great that your dad was there because your dad has led a lot of volunteering stuff for the church and he was not afraid to let it loose and just go yeah this is what's bad about it yeah like Let's be honest about yeah. it. Let's let's all sit here and be honest about mm-hmm. it. We're not bashing anybody, no. but let's be honest about it. That's my dad's attitude everywhere, though, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely cool to have that freedom to be able to do that, where it's like, in this space, we're very limited to that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to come on the show, you are coming on the show. Right. We're not going to pull right. – we're not going to pull Malia when she gets home from work because right. we're – you know, we're bored, you know, yeah. or we we're like, Hey, we want to ask you a question. It's like, no, if Malia's coming on the show, she's well, coming on yeah. the show. And Warren has set the bar. So you better hike it up <laughs> right. because, yeah, because that's what we're looking for. You know? Yeah. So I don't say, no, I don't want to do lights, cameras, live stuff again. Do I think it needs to be live? I don't think so. I think it was a cool, yeah, a cool addition, but I think just like even having like a YouTube segment or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Once a year. I think that's cool. Yeah. I I'm on board with both of your thoughts. I said never again. <laughs> I'd do it again. Yeah. I wouldn't do twenty four hours. I think it has to be eight to ten hours. I would say I'd say ten hours. Eight hours recording, ten hours full length. That gives us time for prep work, for a little bit of a break, mm-hmm. for a bit a little bit of a like a regrouping. Um it gives us some buffer time to make sure that everything technically is dialed in. Um, yeah, I'm for episode 200. I would do a 
eight hour marathon. I don't know if I would do it live again. Live is kind of a hassle. Like I think I demanded too much of people. I think we, yeah, I think we demanded, what do you think? I feel like we demanded too much of Brian, Trevin, Caleb, Andrew, all the guys that were working in the background. I mean, Andrew was passing out beers for us at one point. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think for 24 yeah. hours, we were demanding too much. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think it'd be that bad if it was, you know. I think it would be a, I think it'd be a lot easier to get more help mm-hmm. if it was an 8 to 10 hour window. Mm. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like an organized four hour window with a group of people could be a lot of fun. Yeah, like, honestly, sure. even like when we had, um, when we had Nate and Chris on the first time. We had we oh, had extra so people good. there. We had five people yeah. mic'd right. up. I right. wasn't mic'd up, but the conversations that were had were hilarious. They were good. Yeah. Like I would love to do something like that again with multiple guests at the same time and just have a chill sit down couple hour window session of just like yeah. just talking. Yeah, know? for sure. I think that'd be a lot of fun too. I agree. It's a good segment into ending the episode. We will tell you guys Everything that we have for next season, for this season, this season, <laughs> season seven, Dang. we've got a lot planned. Actually, that's kind of a lie. What? We don't have a lot planned for season seven. It's we, a different vibe. That's yeah. true. Yeah. It's a different experience on the show. Mm-hmm. We're trying, we're going to try a few different things. You're going to hear all about it next episode. Um, what we're going to do with season seven. So we're, we're definitely giving ourselves a lot of freedom in, yeah. in the fact that we're not planning out and scheduling every single episode. Yeah. Au revoir. <laughs>